Hi, I'm Dave Kirpin. And I'm Carrie Kirpin. And you're listening to In, In It, it together. together. Well, well, Carrie, the, those words In It Together have probably never uh, meant more than they do today. It seems like uh, literally the whole world is in it together, certainly the whole country, and certainly the whole state of New York, where we live, and, and town of Port Washington, where we live right now. Um, who could have imagined, even a week ago when we uh, recorded our last podcast, uh, just how dramatic things would change with respect to Corona? Remember when we thought we were going to have a bat mitzvah? Yeah, we could go today. <laughs> we were talking we, about it. We were like, okay, this bat mitzvah's on, and we're going to navigate through the stress, and it's going to be great. And by the way, two days later, it became abundantly clear, really one day later, but over the course of two days, we decided it pretty much immediately that this was, uh, you know, really not about, this was bigger than us, and bigger than, bigger than uh, you know, a religious event, and this was about public health, and so we made the decision to cancel. Yeah, and that was one of the harder decisions. It felt, in hindsight, of course, it seems like a very obvious yeah. and easy decision, but at the time, of course, knowing that you're going to devastate your kid and who's been working so, so hard, it, was, it felt like a very, very painful decision to make, but of course, we had to do it to protect uh, our... Um, community and and it, and, it, and it's crazy it all went down in one morning while while I was in my with my school board hat on I was I was meeting with the school board and superintendent of Port Washington and basically um, we were actually one of the first districts on Long Island to close schools um, because we we realized what the heck was going on and um, while we were making that top decision to cancel schools we were simultaneously letting Kate know that we were uh, we had to postpone her bar mitzvah yes I uh, I ended up with that job sort of sort of by accident she kind of found out through an Instagram DM she was home from school and and so I had to tell her, and it really, really stunk. But I will say, uh, there's two things that I want to say about it. First, she was a trooper, a trooper. And second, you know, somebody said this, you know, part of, part of one major part of a bat mitzvah is, is participating in Tukon Olam, which is giving back to the world. And uh, Kate really understood that this was part of giving back to the world. And so I... I Right, and the word and the word and the word bat, bat mitzvah even means becoming a mitzvah, and a mitzvah, right. of course, is a good deed. Right, that's that's what a mitzvah means, good deed in right. in uh, in Hebrew. Right, it was really hard, but look, once it was done, we really focused on keeping our family safe, and so now here we are, and we basically in our town, uh, this is out there, and so we've decided to basically self quarantine. The schools are closed. We're all snuggled up in the house together, and so we thought that one of the things that we would talk with you about today was about really how to get through that because it pre it presents such a, a a big challenge for families who are all in this you know, house or in an apartment together. Totally. And I, I want to talk about that. Before we do, I feel like it's just, just in case there's anyone listening who hasn't self-quarantined yet, I want to share how important it, it, it really is. And you've probably heard this from others, but, you know, if, 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 if people choose to stay home, they are likely literally, you are likely literally saving lives. This is a really uh, deadly virus to our uh, immunocompromised and elderly populations. And even if you are not, especially if you are not uh, elderly or immunocompromised, chances are someone in your life is, and you are really putting them at risk if you are not staying home. So for whatever it's worth, not that you're going to not listen to the experts and suddenly listen to me, but like, I just, I, I, I just have to get this off my conscience. Like you 
have to do it. And I'm, I'm glad you got it out. But I also think that people need to focus on things other than this. Like once you've made the decision, I don't know, for me, I felt like I really struggled with this decision. I bargained. Can I send the kids out here? Can they, what if they're six feet apart? Da, 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 da. And really we made the decision to take a more extreme level, which is really complete uh, self-quarantine. But, but really, if you're following what the experts say and practicing good social distancing, it's good. And then once you do that and accept, once you accept that this is what you're doing, it becomes about how to function and actually enjoy yourself and have a moment um, in this new normal. I right. Mean, really. So let's talk about what we're doing with each other and what we're doing with our kids because I think they're both relevant. Um, you know, just before we we got on the the podcast, you were uh, we were talking about how important is to be I mean it's always important to be kind to your partner of course and Carrie and I work very hard on that um, I would say that it's more important than ever before in times of of crisis and stress to just just lead with kindness just 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 assume positive intent and be kind to one another even like we had a we had a moment yesterday um, I was pissed at you for, uh, I hope you don't mind me mentioning this, but we had a uh, bedtime and, uh, you know, you were, you, uh, you were, you know, you were putting Seth down his bed and, um, and you, you really wanted to watch the debate. So, you know, which is fine. And then he ended up like getting out of bed on his own. Yeah. He's stressed. I mean, they, he's stressed. Sensing, look, normally I put him to bed and I don't put him to bed and stay until he falls asleep because I think he has to learn to go to sleep on his own, which generally he does. But I know that he senses that whatever's going on is like not normal. He asked me the other day, like, will I ever go back to school? And that's, it's really stressful. So, you know, I went downstairs and then he came downstairs on his own. Then Dave finished bedtime and he was annoyed. The point is, the point is really... Well, well the point for me yeah. is that I was annoyed at you, but I said, I just let it go because kindness is key. And, and just there's... There, there, there's really no point ever in holding on to these types of things. But normally I would have done a whole, you know, I would have said how I felt and whatever. But I just literally let it go because it's like these things so pale in comparison to being supportive of one, one of each other. I mean, we could be in this house together for literally the next three months. We do not know. Let's say let's take it day by day. But I think one of the things that I think is really important uh, that Dave and I share in our marriage actually was in our marriage vows was a lifetime supply of G-O-O-J-F cards, which is get out of jail free. And I think if there ever were a time where if you were unkind or you said something that you didn't mean to or whatever for your partner uh, to be able to accept a G-O-O-J-F, get out of jail free card, um, it's really good. Just just really lead with kindness, lead with understanding. Everybody's feeling stressed. And with your kids too, you know, how they manifest stress is different. And so really the first tip that we have for surviving is just to be kind. Be kind. Yep. Assume positive intent and um, take a deep breath and, and be kind. Okay. So we're going to tell you now what some of our other our other tips are that we've been doing. Um, first of all, one thing that we thought was really important was having everyone get dressed in the morning. Like it's really easy when you're stuck in the house to stay in your jammies all day. Um, but I think getting dressed gives a sense of normalcy. We also take time out for family meals, eating together, and we also make time for family physical activity. So uh, Dave and the kids have been playing baseball in the backyard. 
Bernard. Oh, man, it's been so much fun to be baseball every day. It's like a dream for me, actually. Um, we did give them Saturday and Sunday to essentially be in their pajamas and for us to be in our pajamas. And fortunately, we had uh, we had uh, lots of uh, 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 pajamas uh, uh, with Kate's bat mitzvah logo on <laughs> kicking around. So we wore our, our bat mitzvah pajamas and bat mitzvah sweatshirts and uh, other swag all weekend. But then come Monday morning, we were ready to get dressed, take showers, brush teeth, uh, you know, really just get into uh, tip-top shape as if we were doing something. And and then, actually, we even set up uh, a little school for our four-and-a-half-year-old. So normally, of course, he would go to school. So I said, you know what? We're going to have school at home. And uh, just you're going to have some math class and some reading and gym class and lunch. And he really loved it. I mean, he loves the structure. I think you have to know your kids. Yeah. Because our other, our, our, our oldest wasn't as into the structure idea. Um, but for him, he really responded to the idea of of structure and knowing what was going to happen when. I think the tip for that is to just parent individually by child. And where our son definitely craves that kind of structure and wants to know what's happening when um, the older girls, you know, they, they know they're going to be schooled online from online learning soon enough. And they just want to make sure that they're getting outside, that they're getting dressed, that they're participating. We just want to make sure they're like participating in life, I think is key. Um, there was, I did read this thing that I think ties really specifically um, to this notion about all being home together as a family. It was a poem uh, called Pandemic, and I'm going to share it with you now. What if you thought of it as the Jews consider the Sabbath, the most sacred of times? Cease from travel, cease from buying and selling, give up just for now on trying to make the world different than it is. Sing, pray, touch only those to whom you commit your life, center down. And when your body has become still, reach out with your heart. Know that we are connected in ways that are terrifying and beautiful. You can hardly deny it now. Know that our lives are in one another's hands. Surely that has come clear. Do not reach out your hands, reach out your heart, reach out your words, reach out all the tendrils of compassion that move invisibly where we cannot touch. Promise this world your love for better or worse in sickness and in health so long as we all shall live. Well, that's an amazing uh, poem, Kara. Thanks so much for, for sharing it. It's really beautiful. And, um, and we actually uh, celebrate Shabbat, um, at least the beginning part, but thinking about the extension of what that really means. Um, and it could be, you know, more than a day, more than a day's worth, but really thinking about um, becoming centered and and just focusing on ourselves and our families for a bit here. Yes, I mean, it's definitely how I'm choosing to look at it, but I also recognize the immense privilege that we have. Uh, we are able to work from home. We have an au pair that lives with us. We have, you know, a, a good situation here. And so the other piece for me and for Dave that's really essential is, is the concept of uh, giving back and being able to help those who are not in the same situation. I know we just did an order on Amazon to the local food pantry to help. And I know you're working with the school board to get uh, meals to kids who rely on school lunch, right? While it's closed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think for many of our listeners uh, that are in you know the middle class, the thing is, yeah, it's, it's, it's very scary and um, uncertain what, what we're going through and what you're going through. 
Um, can you imagine just how scary and uncertain it is for those who uh, are, are homeless and rely on schools for, for, for meals, um, for those that, 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 don't, that live in a very, very small space and are going to be quarantined there for, for a long time to come? I mean, the, 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 the reality is there's so many people that have it so much worse off than we, and now is a huge opportunity for those of us that, that do have it have it pretty good to to think about how you can help those whether it's um i've seen i've seen some some people just turn to twitter and like literally say who needs help and 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 send um and paypal and venmo folks you know cash for, for for food um or of course giving to food pantries like you said carrie um there's a lot that you can do from the comfort of your own home to help others that are in need and we're seeing state by state that people are setting up uh, programs to be able to help. I just saw that the Massachusetts Public Health Association uh, was putting together an emergency task force to help with homeless and, and underprivileged communities. Uh, and so, so look into your state. Every state has, and every city and every local municipality has a way to help. And so we suggest that you really look to do that because it does give you, um, first of all, helping others makes you feel good but it also gives you immense immense perspective and i think that that to me is is what's key getting through this time is really channeling perspective channeling gratitude being kind to one another and then really recognizing how every individual in your home reacts and helping to to support them according to their own individual needs yeah yeah two things uh first i think that um giving to others and, and, and figuring out how you can help others in, in need doesn't have to be a, an adult activity. That, that's definitely something that you can involve your kids with too and give, and give them the, the, the gift of, of kindness and perspective that, um, that, that, that you're giving yourself. Um, and then, Carrie, you mentioned gratitude, and obviously you know how strongly I feel about gratitude. Now, now more than ever um, is, a, is an opportunity to, 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 to practice gratitude um, informally and formally to help center yourself and get into a better space. I mean, I know for me, um, writing gratitude list, uh, when I'm feeling down, uh, writing thank you cards when I'm feeling, when I'm feeling down or uncertain, uh, the practice that we have every day at the dinner table of saying people that we're thankful for the, these are activities that really help me get into a better, better mood, frame my perspective, um, help keep a smile on my face. I mean, I, that, that, that's, it's a really, really important part of my life. And it's been, it's been a really valuable part of my life. And I have one last piece that was really important to me this week uh, leading up and will be important in the next couple of weeks going forward. You know, as we were struggling with Kate's bat mitzvah choice uh, and what to do, I decided to delete social media from my phone, uh, which is very hard to do since I run a social media agency. But I, I essentially told the leadership team that I would be removing that and so I would be less able uh, to help in that moment. Um, and it was very helpful because social media is incredible and it's a great way to connect. 
uh, but it also, there's a lot of noise and a lot of scary stuff. And so what I would recommend, now I'm back on, but what I did do was really just focus on uh, creating lists of who I follow that I think uh, allow for either A, commentary that makes me laugh, or B, what I call news, not noise. Mm -hmm. For instance, I follow Jessica Yellen on Instagram. I think she's an amazing reporter and she uh, gives the news, but in a way that is digestible and not overwhelming. Um, I try and stay off of some of the snark on Twitter, even though it is really comical. If you ever want to laugh, you can see some, there's a lot of good humor there. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to limit my social media. And I'm also trying to FaceTime with people I am genuinely connected to a lot more. And so I'm trying for every time, you know, I feel uh, disconnected from the world, from using social media less, I FaceTime my mom or I, I FaceTime a friend or I do do something where I feel like a little bit more of an in real life connection. Um, and I also, you know, really use my social media to help inspire me versus allow me to sink down a rabbit hole. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing that, Carrie. And I will close by saying that I am on social media and not going off at all personally. So if you um, are listening to this and you need some help or you know of some folks that need some help and you want to reach out to me, I, I'm, I'm here to help. You can reach me uh, uh, at Dave Kirpin on, on pretty much every platform, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and um and Facebook, and if I can be helpful, um, please please do let me know. And you know, we're 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 here. Um, and 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 we thank you for listening. <laughs> we're we're around. We're not going we, anywhere. We could we could actually do more frequent podcasting during this time because we certainly are home together. You let us know. We let us if know. You if you want more of us, us you watch just out. Let us know. And uh, until next time, this is Dave, and this is Carrie, and we are all in, in it, it together. together.